0: are listening to It's Time with Margie Florent. Join Margie as she inspires, teaches, and encourages you to develop your own personal relationship with Jesus Christ through prayer. One of the assignments the Holy Spirit has given us at the River Ministries is to teach the world how to pray. Now that may seem like a pretty big vision, but what I have learned mostly from my son is that through the internet, Podcast and radio, we have the opportunity to get our message out to the nations. This particular series called The Art of Intercession speaks of only one kind of prayer spoken of in the Word of God. I would encourage you to take your time and listen to each teaching one after the other so you receive a full understanding of of what God teaches us about this particular kind of prayer. Before we go into the teaching, let me leave you with one of my favorite quotes by Ian e. Bounds. God shapes the world through prayer. The more prayer there is in the world, the better the world will be. Well, we're going to continue our teaching on watching and praying. Uh, before I get into the teaching, I would like to go ahead and review. We talked about the fact that there's two kinds of watchmen. There are prophetic intercessors, and they have answered the call to prayer and they have made prayer their ministry. We talked about the fact that a watchman is also a New Testament prophet, according to Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 through 18. They stand in the office of the prophet. And as they pray and as they intercede, their gift in that prophetic office kicks in. We talked about the watchman's assignment. What is the watchman's assignment? It is a person hired to guard, especially at night. We said that the Hebrew word is shamar, and it means to hedge about, as with thorns, um, to protect, attend to, look narrowly, to preserve, and to protect. We found out that there's another word for watchmen, and it means to lean forward, to peer into the distance, to observe, await, behold, look up, wait for, keep the watch, watchmen. And these watchmen, their job is, they are hired to guard a group against surprise. Now in the spirit realm, what would that be? It would be John 10.10, They are hired to guard a group against the surprise attack of the enemy. The thief comes but for to kill, steal, and destroy. And Jesus said, of course, that he's came to give us life and life more abundantly. Now, what is the assignment of the watchman? The assignment of the watchman or the intercessor, as we continue to develop in our prayer ministry, is to be alert or to be watchful spiritually. 1 Peter 5, 8, be sober, be vigilant. Your adversary, the devil, goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. That word vigilant is key when it comes to prayer and watching because that word vigilant means wake, watchful, and never to be off your guard. Um, 1 Peter 4, 7 says that the end of all things is, is at hand. Be sober and watch unto prayer. Ephesians 6 18, after the Apostle Paul spoke about the armor of God, he said, and praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, with thanksgiving and watching. So he included prayer with watching. It means to be alert spiritually, never to be off your guard. As a watchman in prayer, you have the ability to see trouble coming from afar. And because of our prayers, we can stop those things from happening. Um, So let's continue to move on. Where do these watchmen reside? Watchmen reside, they can reside on the walls of a nation. They can reside on the walls, the spiritual walls, so to speak, of a city. They can reside on the walls, so to speak, in a neighborhood. If you're a mother or a father, you are the watchman in your own house. In my book, Marked for Intercession, the very last um, chapter, I talk about is there a watchman in the house, and it specifically speaks of being an intercessor in your own home and the power of a praying parent, that as parents, we are called to watch over our kids and pray for them. I know as mothers, and many of you can relate to this, you know, we give birth to our children in the natural, but we're also called to give birth to our children's destiny. Just because we gave birth to them in the natural doesn't mean we just, you know, just it ends right there. Yes, it's important that we take them to dance class, to school, to get them prepared in life, but what about doing the work for them in the, in the secret place in prayer? Prayer opens up the door for God to work. And when we stand in the gap on the behalf of our children, we intercede as watchmen over our families. We can guard them, protect them, and we can give birth to them and their destinies. The watchman, through prayer, establishes the vision or the dream of God. Now, we're going to go ahead and look at Habakkuk chapter 2. Habakkuk chapter 2. I hope you have your Bibles because it's a good thing to look at these scriptures. It's a good thing for you to study to show yourselves approved unto God, workmen that need not to be ashamed, looking into the scriptures to make sure that what I'm teaching you is in the Bible. What I like about our ministry is that we love the move of the Spirit, but we also uh, love the fact that the foundation of our ministry is in the Word of God. It's important that we stick with the Scriptures. The watchman, through prayer, establishes the vision or the dream of God. Let's look here at Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1. Um, Habakkuk said, I will stand on my watch and set myself on the rampart. I want you to notice he made a decision he was gonna set himself and he was gonna watch. As watchmen, there are days you're gonna wake up and you're not gonna feel like praying, you're not gonna feel like protecting, you're not gonna feel like doing what God has called you to do. It is an act of our will. We set ourselves to seek the Lord. We set ourselves to pray. And here we see Habakkuk saying, I will stand on my watch And I will set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on the tablets that he may run who reads it, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it will speak and it will not lie, though it tarries. Wait for it. Because it will surely come, it will not tarry. So as intercessors and as watchmen, very often you're going to see things on the inside of you or in your spirit before you ever see them manifest in the natural realm. That's why it's important not to be moved by what you see, not be moved by circumstances. You have to live out of your spirit and only be moved by what you see with the eyes of your spirit. Um, that's why it's important, I believe, sometimes to write things down. You know, we all have a vision for our churches. We all have a vision for what, you know, where, where we want our children to end up. We, we have a vision specifically for our nation, you know, but we've got to, to, to not be moved by what we see in the natural and not let circumstances blind us from continuing in prayer and watching. Jesus said in Luke 18, 1, he said, Men ought to always pray and not faint. Don't faint if you don't see visible results. Don't stop praying. Those circumstances get worse. As a matter of fact, I know I've said this before. I'll say it again because it's coming up out of my spirit. Oftentimes, things get a whole lot worse before they get a whole lot better. When you've stood in the gap for somebody and prayed for somebody, You know, it's almost like I would say it like this, all hell breaks loose. And I've seen that happen many times. But why is that? It's because the enemy knows he's got to leave. The enemy knows he's got to give up his stronghold. Or that person comes under conviction and they don't want to give up the things that they may be doing that's wrong. But as you pray for them, they get a whole lot more uncomfortable. So keep praying. Keep the vision in your heart of what God has said to you. So that's what, that's what Habakkuk said. He said, God said to him, though the vision tarry, wait for it, because what I've spoken, I'm going to make good. The things that I've put in your heart are going to surely come to pass. Now, let's look here at Habakkuk chapter 3. Now, here's Habakkuk's prayer, a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet. He said, O oh Lord, I've heard your speech, and I was afraid. Oh, Lord, he said, revive your work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make it known. In wrath, remember mercy. What I love about Habakkuk's prayer is he's reminding God of his character. He's reminding God of who he is. All this turmoil can be going on in your family or in your neighborhood, in your nation, in your city, but God is a God of grace and mercy and so Habakkuk reminds him in wrath remember mercy and here we see in verse 3 that God responds to the prayer of Habakkuk just like he responds to our prayers we are under better covenant based upon better promises and God hears the prayers of the righteous the Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much Here we see God responding to Habakkuk's uh, prayer and the Bible says, and God came and he manifested the Holy One from Mount Paran and his glory covered the heavens and the earth was full of his praise. God hears you when you pray. What happens oftentimes is, we, we don't always see the complete manifestation of our prayers is because there's war over the destiny of your children. There's war over the destiny of our nations. There's war, and the enemy's trying to keep that manifestation from coming. And that's why uh, the Bible says, Having done all to stand, you stand therefore. Keep standing. Stay in faith. Keep believing. Don't, don't get off your post. Don't move away from your place in the spirit. Again, though the vision tarry, wait for it. It's going to happen. It's going to come to pass. But you've got to be patient and you've got to stand on your post. Don't give up. Don't faint. Now, let's go on. Verse 5. Verse 4. His brightness was like the light he had raised, flashing from his hands. And there his power was hidden. So when Habakkuk prayed... God came and God answered his prayer. He prayed for God's manifested presence. And I believe what is important for all of us to remember in the times and the season that we live in today is that God has a plan for this generation. And it's very important that we stay on our post, stay on the wall, so to speak, continue to do what God has called us to do in prayer. And though the vision tarries, We've got to wait for it. Though the vision tarries, we've got to keep on praying. We've said it before. I'll say it again. The prayer of intercession is a different kind of praying. And you'll just have to go back into all of our other videos to get more details on that. It's the kind of praying that stands in the gap and continues to to pray in the spirit, pray the word, until at times there's a release. So God has a vision for this generation, and we are going to continue to pray till it is established. Now remember Isaiah 62, 6 and 7 said, I have set watchmen upon your walls. In in that case of that scripture, it was, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace, you that make mention of the Lord keep not silent till he what? Till he establishes, and in this case it was Jerusalem, and makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Let's talk about that scripture and use it for your nation. Let's use that scripture for whatever it is God has put within your heart. This concludes my teaching for today. For more information or resources, visit our website at margieflorent.org.